Welcome to Live, Laugh, Talk. I'm your host, James Graham, and I hope to be a special part of your day today. We will start our podcast with a discussion on a national issue dealing with financial stress. Then we will transition to our segment, How Did We Get Here?, followed by our hobbies and special interest section, and then conclude with our sunflower message. You're encouraged, as always, to share your thoughts on these subjects at admin at livelaughtalk.com on our email. And if listening on Spotify, you can add a voice memo as well as comments, and there's also a poll. And wherever you listen to the podcast, please follow us and That will ensure that you're notified of new episodes when they're released. In addition, rate us the highest score that you can because we really need your support. The topic that we will begin with is dealing with financial stress. Let's jump in. If you're on social media often, you may find that it gives the belief that many are just having a great time. Everything is going well. People are vacationing, buying new cars, getting new houses, showing up at events. The world is their oyster. But in the real world, in reality, many are financially stressed. Yes, inflation, economic instability, and a lack of savings have 70% of Americans admitting to being stressed about their personal finances. U.S. adults have said that financial stress has increased since before COVID-19 in March 2020. Anxious and uncertain about whether they could get a better handle on their money, some may have been intimidated by the prospect of creating a budget or unsure of where to even stash their cash. Many have been trying to find a way to begin saving for retirement, yet they've gotten off to a late start. And what's gotten us here? Well, the cost of basic household expenses, rent, Grocery, utilities are all higher than a year ago. Nearly 60% of Americans cite that as the main contributor to their financial stress, followed by economic, uh, economically unstable situation as a nation, rising interest rates, lack of savings. And in addition to that, When we spoke earlier of people wondering where to stash their cash, the recent failures of banks, the Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, added to the worries about the health of the U.S. financial system. Many people aren't very confident in America's banking system. This crisis has caused even more worry and stress. And let's all be honest with each other. Most of us are living paycheck to paycheck. Some even trying to find 
a paycheck. So struggling to make ends meet causes many to rely on credit cards to cover the shortfalls. So a combination of higher prices for basic goods and services, increasing borrowing on credit cards, auto loans, mortgages, and other debt, and little or no financial cushion is eating away at people's sense of financial security. Even our higher earners are feeling the squeeze. Those making $100,000 or more say they feel financially stressed. 57% of them say they're living paycheck to paycheck, and more than a quarter say they have no emergency fund. Well, what are we going to do about this? How can we make sure that we can maintain financial security? Well, it's almost impossible to be secure when we have all the things that we just mentioned. But what we want to have is peace of mind. Peace of mind in the long term, peace of mind in the short term. And what we're going to share are some essential tips that can help us to have said peace of mind. One thing that we can do at the top of our list, if we're making a list right now and writing these things down, is to create a detailed budget. Yes, a detailed budget that outlines our income and our expenses. And when we do this, we want to be sure to allocate funds for necessities. We want to set aside money for savings and discretionary spending. We have to stick to that budget and regularly review it so as to make adjustments as needed. An emergency fund. Yes, we want to set up an emergency fund that can cover at least three to six months worth of living expenses. Now, this fund acts as a safety net for us. We can start out setting aside $20 a paycheck and then continually increase that as we see in our budget where we can add more. We want to avoid debt as well. That's our third thing. High interest debt such as credit cards can become overwhelming and paying off those debts can seem impossible at times. So let's be cautious about taking on new debt. Insurance. We want to make sure that we have the appropriate insurance coverage to protect ourselves and our assets. Now, this might include health insurance, life insurance, disability insurance, property insurance. When it comes to life insurance, I've heard individuals say, well, I really can't afford life insurance right now. With the possibility and the actual truth being, you can't afford to not have it. Because what we want to create within our financial stability is to not only look out for ourselves, but also our families. So if we're walking around only concerned about ourselves, and not setting up things in case something happens to us, we could leave our families holding the bag. 
Our next thing that we want to consider is living within our means. Yes, we want to resist the temptation to indulge in excessive spending. Yes, we all know we have within ourselves a desire to have the finer things in life. And then also, we may have friends or we may be on social media and seeing others with such beautiful things. But we want to focus on our needs over our wants. Prioritize financial security over immediate gratification. We also want to monitor our finances. Keep a close eye on our financial situation. Review our bank statements, credit reports, investment accounts, and this will help us to spot potential issues early and make necessary adjustments. And there is no harm in seeking professional advice. We can consult with financial advisors or planners. Even our local bank provides a lot of this for free to get personalized guidance and strategies tailored to your specific circumstances and financial goals. Our last two Avoid impulse spending. It's hard to do. You're walking through the mall and there's this outfit and it's on sale. It's less than it's ever been. We should avoid impulse buying and consider whether the purchase aligns with our financial priorities. Where are we trying to take ourselves? And I mentioned an outfit. Some people will buy a car on impulse. We got to take the time to think before making significant purchases. And lastly, maintaining good credit. That's maintaining a good credit score will lead to better loan rates and financial opportunities. We want to pay our bills on time and use credit responsibly to maintain a healthy credit history. Some of this honestly should be taught in our schools. We want to have what's called financial literacy, and it's not happening for majority of the country. But for us individually, we have to remember that achieving financial security is a gradual process. It requires discipline, consistency, and a commitment to long-term financial planning. So we should adjust our strategies as our circumstances change and always be mindful of our financial goals. So in order to maintain financial security or to have stability and peace of mind, let's work together on these items. If we didn't write them down, let's listen to it again. Let's go back and repeat that so that we can create the type of individual plan that will help us to avoid financial stress. What has become widespread in our country is human trafficking. Yes, human trafficking involves the use of force, fraud, or coercion to obtain some type of labor 
or commercial sex act. Every year, millions of men, women, and children are trafficked right here in the United States. And it can happen in any community and victims can be any age, race, gender, or nationality. Now, how do they get their victims? Oftentimes through violence, manipulation, false promises of well-paying jobs, even romantic relationships. Traffickers look for people who are easy targets. And that's for varied reasons, including economic hardship. Or a person has a lack of a social safety net. Or they're a victim of a national disaster. Yes, these traffickers will swoop in. There's a lot of myths and misconceptions out there that exist regarding human trafficking. One said myth is human trafficking only affects people that are foreign born or those who are poor. Wrong. Human trafficking victims can be of any age, race, gender, or nationality. They can come from any socioeconomic group. Yes, it doesn't matter where these individuals come from or what their background is for a trafficker to make them a victim. Another myth out there is human trafficking is only sex trafficking. Wrong. Yes, sex trafficking exists, yet it is only a type of human trafficking. Forced labor is another type of human trafficking. Both involve exploitation of people. Victims are found in legitimate and illegitimate labor industries, including sweatshops, massage parlors, agriculture, restaurants, hotels, domestic service. One more myth. Individuals must be forced or coerced into commercial sex acts to be victims of human trafficking. Well, under federal law, any minor under the age of 18 who is induced to perform commercial sex acts is a victim of human trafficking, regardless of whether he or she is forced or coerced. Yes, we have now got to recognize and we've got to work toward saving lives. Why is this such an issue right now? Why are we talking about this? Well, because in the United States, we're finding human trafficking cases by the millions. Just last year, over 600,000 cases of human trafficking in Mississippi. 600,000 in the D.C. area, 500,000 in Nevada. See, these are areas that you might not be thinking of, but it is a nationwide problem. And when it comes to forced labor, 
as a part of this. Like I said, we just mentioned the overall cases when we mentioned those states. But forced labor is something that's happening all over our country. We're finding that in a small area, there was a southern part of Georgia in which 26 farm workers were rescued just in November of 2021. And all of these persons were legal. See that myth and that misconception that this is only found with individuals who are in the country illegally. No, not true, a myth. Here we found individuals who are legally here being trafficked. And this forced labor in industry, it could be domestic work, which usually is about 19%. Agriculture, construction, traveling sales crews, restaurants, food service, hospitality. And yes, there is that of illicit activities. So we've got to concern ourselves with this because it's in the tens of millions. And as usual, when we analyze things like this and we start talking about huge numbers, we have to ask ourselves, how did we get here? Our special interest and hobby today that we're going to talk about is gardening. Yes, gardening. People get involved in gardening for a variety of reasons. And this is the season in which they do it. And some of these reasons are very helpful for the human mind and body and and overall well-being. I know my mother used to love gardening. That was her thing. That's the way she connected with nature. And that's one of the many reasons why individuals take up gardening, to connect with nature. It allows people to have an opportunity to observe and understand the cycles of life, growth and decay. And they gain a deeper appreciation for the environment. The therapeutic benefits that gardening provides is positive effects on mental health and overall well-being. Working with plants and being outdoors can improve the mood, boost one's sense of happiness and fulfillment, not to mention gaining all that vitamin D from the sun. Now, what about physical exercise? Have you ever gardened? You will wear yourself out. There's so many physical activities such as digging, planting, weeding, and watering, which can serve as a form of low-impact exercise, but exercise nevertheless. It can improve your flexibility, strength, and overall fitness. And let's not even mention the creative expression. I've seen some people shaping their shrubbery into animals, designing and arranging, selecting plants. 
It's all types of activities that give self-expression and experimentation. Some people garden for health, fresh fruits and vegetables and herbs. Yes, this is a way to produce organically. It's not only nutritious, but it also encourages a sustainable, eco-friendly lifestyle. And I grew up with a teacher who gardened. So it was a great way for her to teach us about responsibility, patience, and the importance of taking care of our beautiful earth. Ultimately, gardening is a multifaceted hobby that appeals to various interests and needs. It can be both a personal and communal endeavor and provide numerous physical, mental, and emotional rewards to those involved. So if you're out and about and you're shopping for that new fresh garden you want to build, or maybe you're going out getting some tools in order to plant all those gorgeous flowers for the summertime bloom, just know you might run into me with my gloves and shovel in hand. Our sunflower message will be a short one, but a joyful one as we examine the lyrics of Happy by Pharrell Williams. It might seem crazy what I'm about to say. Sunshine, she's here. You can take a break. I'm a hot air balloon that could go to space with the air like I don't care. Baby, by the way, clap along if you feel like a room without a roof because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like happiness is the truth because I'm happy. Clap along if you know what happiness is to you because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like that's what you want to do. Here comes bad news, talking this and that. Well, give me all you got. Don't hold back. Well, I should probably warn you. I'll be just fine. No offense to you. Don't waste your time. And here's why. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like happiness is the truth. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you know what happiness is to you because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like that's what you want to do. Ooh, bring me down. Can't nothing bring me down. My level's too high to bring me down. Can't nothing bring me down. I said, bring me down. Can't nothing bring me down. My level's too high to bring me down. Can't nothing bring me down. Why? Because I'm happy. Well, we can't get a happier note than that one. And just remember, we need your support. We need you in many varied ways. If you would like to support to our podcast and donate, you can do that through Cash App at dollar sign Live Laugh Talk and on Twitter at Live Laugh Talker and now on Spotify. There's a button for you to click to donate. Any 
and everything is appreciated. Another form of support is to rate us a five or better on your podcast platform. Some, it's a rating of one to five. Some go up to 10. But make sure that you give us the best rating. And the third form of support that we need from you is to tell your friends, tell your family, inform your colleagues, your work peers about us. We need the support in every way. That's the only way we're going to grow. This is James and Georgia's baby boy signing up. And as you know, I can't wait to talk with you again soon.